Alright. It's recording now. This is the story of our lives, episode one on our Spotify podcast. Today I got with me Kobe. How you doing? And we're at uh what is this park called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a nice day out, so we're at a park now. So Kobe, you wanna you wanna tell me what you were you wanna tell people what you were talking about earlier? Which topic? About your mom's episode that oh. she likes to watch yeah. for 20 years plus. Yeah, my mom likes to watch a soap opera called Days of Our Lives. He told me this earlier when I was talking about my podcast, and I didn't even know that there was a soap opera called this. How So how long have you think it's been out? It's been out for like 50, 60 years probably. I couldn't tell you exactly, but I know it's old. Jesus Christ. My mom's been watching it for at least 21 years because she's been watching it ever since I was a kid. That's that's too long to incorporate into a fucking show. 20 years. It's not even a good show either. That's the sad part. What do you got in that water? Oh, it's got me up. It's got me up with flavor. Orange. Orange. Whatever flavor would I got. That's <laughs> all I ever maybe drink. Maybe it's mango. That's all I ever I drink. I don't know. Dude, if I find a mango one... <laughs> Oh man, if I find a mango one, that is a game It'd be over. changer. It'd be game over. Don't get me wrong, orange is good. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not. I just got me but a star. Yeah, man, if I had mango. Dude, there's like a white pedo van. <laughs> <laughs> it has windows, it doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't count, it's got windows. Okay. So, you want to hear something crazy? So, I, when I was delivering this pizza at Donato's, just right up the street from that Ted Lewis Park, there was this guy that came out, and he was covered in tats, right? Like, he had them all over his chest, his back, his arms, and everything. I hated him his food. He seemed like such a great guy. I was like, sorry, I had to back up. I had to see which house it was. He goes, no, you're fine, dude. You're fine. And he took his food. He paid for it and everything. And as he walked away, I was like, oh, by the way, I love your tattoos. And he smiled at me real big. And he lifted up on his left arm, and like right under his left arm, like right here, ginormous swastika tattoo <laughs> on him. And he goes, "Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. Worked hard for him." And I just looked up my, I just looked at him like I did not just compliment a neo Nazi, dude. <laughs> I know I did not. That's fucking crazy. And it sucks even more because, like, as you know, there's like a little bit of black of me and then there's like also a little bit of jew too so i'm just like yo. Yikes. <laughs> hey yo get rid of it oh god i have a similar situation it's not really a nazi but it was a buddy of mine from school he turned 18 and we were just talking having a random conversation and he was just like Hey, I joined the KKK, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> he was like, yeah, it's apparently really easy to do. You just go online, you verify you're 18, and they review you, and you're in. Do they verify that you're white? Yeah. They do? Why? <laughs> they, how do they verify? Do you know? Well, do you know how they verify if you're white? I imagine they just ask for a picture. Like an ID or something? An ID, a picture, a name, something. I wonder if he goes to like any of their meetings. He said that they have the best pulled pork he has ever had. Are you serious? They probably stole it from the black people. Maybe. I don't know. But them racist people know how to cook. <laughs> that's kind of scary. That's, that's what he said. It makes me wonder how they get their recipes. Do you think they kill people first and then like just loot their it's house for recipes? Scavenge the house. <laughs> like, oh. like a bunch of scabs just come in and kick down the door and just... 
Oh, recipe for pulled pork. I'll take that for the boys. <laughs> I'll take it for the boys. I'll take one for the team. They don't need that anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> he just shows up to the meeting like, Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, you want to you taste this? You want to see what I got? You want to taste this? What do you got, man? What do you got? Uh, well, I just kicked in this Black Doors house. Black? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just kicked the Black I just kicked in this Black Doors house, not knowing what race is in there, obviously. Just assumed it was a black guy. And, uh, yeah, I, I tied him up, and I, I just took their pulled pork recipe. That's insane. You think you think that's just what happens? He just goes <laughs> to meetings talking about that? Uh, probably. They probably talk about the most random, racist bullcrap. Oh, my God. Dude, have you seen the video of the most racist man on Earth? No, I have not. Go ahead and look it up. I don't up. have data. Oh, you don't have data? Oh, shit. There's this black guy that goes to his trailer park area, and it's this old, old white man. He interviews him all the time. This white man's, like, fine with him being there. But he's like, I don't like you. I think he just blatantly says it. And he'll just ask him certain questions, like, oh... What race? If you can only pick one race to live in this world, what race do you think it'd be? He goes, oh, white people. <laughs> He's like, what? He goes, yeah, white people. And he goes, why? He goes, I just don't like you black people. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, yo, what? <laughs> this is old white dude. And he's just saying all the most racist things to this guy. And this guy laughs so hard about it. He goes and interviews him every week. The same guy asking him more questions. And I think the white guy is actually starting to like the interviews. You know, like, if he's not part of the KKK, he is now. (laughs) And that's apparent. Oh, man. What a way to start off the podcast. I wonder if he's the one who got the pulled pork recipe. <laughs> probably <laughs> is. He probably is. He probably showed up with it. <laughs> he was oh, the originator. God. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Did you want to know something cool? So the guy that plays as Spider-Man for the new Spider-Man 2 game, like uh, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. The guy's voice. You know how he uh, figured out how to pull out the anger for Peter Parker for the black suit? How'd he do it? He said he researched drug addiction. Oh my. Yeah, he researched drug addiction and the withdrawal, and that's where he pulled inspiration from to really get a grasp on that. Well, that's pretty much what Venom is. It's just a yeah. Drug. He, he. Well, he's a parasite that makes you addicted to him. Yeah. So. That's. I just think it's crazy. Can you imagine? Like, do you think he just went in there and? Re- looked it up and got the idea like, man, reading about withdrawals, is this really what it's like for them? And then just kind of like did it? Or do you think he really did some hard drugs <laughs> and experienced withdrawals <laughs> like to go do it? Real he method. didn't cite his resource for the research either. So like, it's got me curious. Like, I don't know, man. Just a real maybe method just, actor. Maybe he just smoked a lot of meth in his life or something. Real method actor. And he's just like, well, I'll try it. I'll try it just one time, you know, for with, research. Then I'll get withdrawals from it, and then I'll be a better actor. It's purely research. <laughs> yeah, purely research. No other reason why I would definitely do not. Drugs. I don't know. Whenever I, I whenever I see that clip of him beating people up and screaming, he just sounds like Matt Pat, the YouTuber, the oh, game yeah. theorist. Yeah, <laughs> he just sounds like Matt Pat screaming. There's just a clip. 
where uh, him and his wife are sitting there on their channel, and she's like, and don't forget to watch your calories. And then he just turns over, don't you tell me how many calories I need, bitch! And he sounds just like the Spider-Man. It's hilarious. Turn the mic up just a bit, because I, 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 I can hear you in the headphone, but I don't know if it's picking up correctly on there, so I just turn it up just a little bit. So anytime you talk, you'll probably see me turn this to you so they can hear you better. Yeah, I noticed. I'll just do this so they, they can hear us. They can still hear us no matter what, but I would rather them hear us better so I don't fiddle with this too mm-hmm. much. Oh, God. Who goes out of their way to just ruin that garbage can? It, look, it looks like someone spray painted it, and then someone tried to scrub the spray paint off, and it rusted. Are you talking about the blue one? Yeah. I don't know. That one's been here since I was a child, so who, like, God who, knows. Who goes out of the way to do it? It's a fucking trash can, dude. <sighs> Anything happen at your work that's interesting lately besides someone throwing up in your parking lot? Oh, dude, we had a whole event for a week. So Monday, Monday night, you know, my bike gets stolen. Oh, yeah, while we're on that topic, tell people about that. Yeah, my bike gets stolen while I'm working my overnight shift at you know, this place I work at. And uh, apparently the specific place that I was parking and locking my bike was a camera dead zone. So when the when the police officers went to go look f- to see if they could you know, figure anything out, they f- literally could not because it was a specific camera dead zone. So if nothing else, I single-handedly got the company to buy more cameras for safety. Oh, really? Yeah. They said that because apparently both of the corners are camera dead zones, so they bought, they're buying new cameras. Because of you, they're buying... That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, then, it's, it feels, it's a good feeling, too, to know that you improve your store's security and quality because something happened to you, like, oh, yeah, it happened. But I helped fix the store because it happened to me. Yeah. But another thing, I was I was planning on getting rid of my bike anyways because I didn't really like it. It was annoying to pedal. The pedals were just awkward, and so I was gonna you know give it that one to my dad or my nephews or someone and just buy me a new one. And somebody steals it, and then a coworker is like, "Hey, I own a I own a little uh, bike club. He fixes up bikes and everything. It's real cool." If you've seen any of like the the really pretty three wheeled bikes or any gorgeous bikes around he probably helped fix it up and uh he's just like yeah come on by someday and i'll hook you up and i came by with another co-worker came picked me up and we picked out a bike it's this real nice bike aluminum frame real light oh it's so nice As a, does he tell you why he just had an extra bike he has all kinds of extra bikes well i know you said he owns like a bike shop yeah so you think he just like takes them home with him <laughs> or did he just, or did he just like bring one from the shop, the home, and give it to you? Uh, so basically, he has his house, and then directly to the right of it is a little like garage that has all the bikes in it. And on the side is like bikes that he's gonna work on, and they just hasn't yet. And that's the one I got. I got for free, and he said that if it was brand new, it's gonna be like five hundred dollars worth. So essentially, it's like brand new. It just needs a little bit of work. Yeah, it just needs a little bit of work because you know it's left out in the rain. But you know, I'm gonna leave it out in the rain anyways. I can't that's put like it in my house. Five hundred dollar bike that you just got, dude. Yeah, crazy. I know. It's insane. I love it. That just goes to show that there's like really good people still in this world, and that's that's kind of a good that that makes me feel good. I hope in my new job there are people like that. But I heard that there's a lot of miners there, so like I have to work night shifts. I really won't interact with anybody whatsoever. Right. 
Which is going to suck because I feel like I'm going to be the only person there. But it's like, okay. Which is awful, also baffling because back at Donato's, I was, you know, one of the youngest people. Yeah. Being 21, you know, only two people younger than me. Everyone else is older than me. And then I get here and I'm the oldest. Really? At 21, I am the oldest aside from the managers and supervisors. So, I mean, every time that we go in, then there's, like, those other people working. I saw that same dude there that was there the night that Caitlin got hammered. Yeah, that was, Dalton, he's a <laughs> Sorry, Kate, not to put you on blast or anything. <coughs> he was there, so he's he's younger than you, the guy yeah. at the cash register. He's only 19. Are you serious? Dude, he's tall. I know. He's a Groot-looking motherfucker. He's tall. And he's he not, is, like, lanky, either. He is one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet. He's he, like a passive Groot. He's he, just ultra-tall and bulk. If you get to know him, he is literally the embodiment of a giant teddy bear. He is the nicest dude you will ever meet. Get this man a girlfriend. He has He's one. a giant. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> yeah, he lives with a girlfriend. <laughs> oh well you know what good for him right really good for him like, doing good he... for himself sorry if you guys hear the wind a little bit I have to adjust the microphone so the wind don't pick up on it it's a nice day but it's a little windy but you know what it feels good it feels refreshing to actually have a little bit of wind especially to be outside because yeah, for past I've been cooked up two and a half weeks forever. I've either been in my house or at work or asleep this might be like my go to podcast spot now I'm right? not even gonna lie it's nice out here so and that's obviously invite people to the podcast, and I'm just going to do it for my room because I'm a lazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but that's besides the point. Have you noticed that the, the that the white SUV was just like driving back and forth right here? Yeah, I did notice that. The um, husband was watching us the whole time. I was half tempted to sit there and wave at him, like, "Come on, come join in, <laughs> come join Nosy in, nosy fuck, come on." Some random dude. You know what? I, I wouldn't even be mad about that, though. Like, I see you watching. Yeah, there's a microphone. Come on, join in. You know, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, when we were setting up and those two dudes were walking by, they kept looking over and over. I saw that. A microphone? <laughs> All right. Like, yeah, it's a microphone. Yeah. It's kind of good. I'm, that's another reason why I might come down here often. Like, people just, like, draw attention. I'm like, you know what? Just here. Just follow me on Spotify. Say something. Follow me on Say Spotify. Say some random bullshit. <laughs> Just spit something in the mic for us. We should ask people if they got some bars to spit. We can play it in the microphone. See, but then you'll get the most racist, you know what? out of pocket. You know what? It happens. Cancelable things that you can just hear. It happens. Can you get canceled on Spotify? I don't know. I have it set to explicit. I mean, you can so maybe, maybe not. Probably still get canceled because somebody. Oh, post, that would suck. Someone will find it, post it on Twitter, and be like, "You won't believe what these podcasts." Oh, would, I really hope someone doesn't misinterpret the beginning of our podcast because <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> There's that SUV again. I think it's so funny. It's so weird. He just keeps driving back and forth up here. Oh God. Every time he has the chance to drive by, he looks at us. And then when I stare at him or he notices we're looking, he looks away. It's so great. I feel like at this point we're just fucking with him. And it feels even better. But yeah, I love this park. I normally come up here after after hours, which is technically you're not supposed to. Yeah, it does hold on. But like, there was a park like that where I used to live on the south side of Columbus. Where it was supposedly closed at night. It was only open dust to dawn. You know, or dawn to dusk, or whatever, whatever the fuck they say it is. Dusk I don't give a fuck. Dusk is first. Dusk is in the afternoon. 
dawn's in the morning. They still say dusk is first. Oh, cause, really? Because dawn to dusk it just sounds weird. Dusk dawn sounds. Oh, okay. Maybe we're what, doing it that, right. Well, that's when they close is dusk, and they open at dawn. So why would they be open dusk to dawn? I don't know. You know, maybe we're doing it all wrong. Probably. Maybe we're supposed to be here at night, not during the day. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the spark at night because on a clear night, there's no light pollution and you can see all the stars perfectly. It's gorgeous. That's how the back of my house is. You saw it earlier. Yeah. It was dude, real clear I out there. I can imagine. What is the weirdest like encounter you've had? The weirdest encounter? It, 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 it can be, you know... Well, sound like a nut. If you had some sort of paranormal encounter, so I'm all ears for it, dude. I have a paranormal encounter, but I'll save that after this story because my weirdest encounter. <laughs> so basically, one night, me and my buddies are drinking, and uh, well, one of them is staying sober because he's gonna drive us around like the responsible young, a uh, young adult that he responsible. is. Responsible. <laughs> I wasn't responsible when we celebrated your birthday. <laughs> I knew she was going to get sick and we were still hungry. We still went and got food. Oh, man. Oh. I, I needed that food, though. But, uh, anyways, I. This is. Uh, I had a tall boy. You know, tall boy about that. About yay tall. And uh, I don't, I can't remember what flavor it was, but it was so good. And I had like five of them, and I just downed them in a span of like a half hour. So I was pretty good, you know. I was pretty toasty, one might say. And then we, <laughs> it was here, it was here in Seaville. And did you say Seaville? Yeah, Seaville. That's why I call this place. I've, you know what's funny. People call Columbus something else, too. Seabus. Seabus. They call it Seabus, and there was another one that I've heard people say. Flavortown or something? Flavortown? Yeah, because of a guy, Fiari, wanted to name Columbus uh, Flavortown. That's hilarious. There was a whole petition. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So every time someone shortens a a name for a city, I'm just like, what did you just fucking call it? Did you just say? I've never heard that. Yeah, no, Seville. That's what I call it all the time. That's really cool. But, yeah, we were here in Seaville, and then I am plastered uh, another two – there was four people there. The driver, completely sober, me, plastered, and then our two buddies had uh, had some salads. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's incriminating at all to be saying on here because everyone, everyone does that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's legal, isn't it? In this case, it is because they both have medical cards okay. now that I think okay. about it. So, so yes, they were, you, feel free to call it. Then. They both had marijuana. They were stoned. I was drunk and the driver was sober. And we were all like, you know what? Let's go to Lancaster. For whatever reason, at like three in the morning. Three. I think I've done that <laughs> once where I've gotten really drunk and someone was with me. We just decided to just drive up to Lancaster to get food and nothing was open. And we go up to Lancaster, I don't know what for, but eventually we park at some place and we're trying to like hike up a hill. So I'm really trying to like indiscriminately move this without <laughs> you noticing. And then we're just sitting there and, we're, and it's like... It's wet. Everything's wet. So we try to climb this hill, 
and then we realize we can't because it's just wet. We're not going up the path. We're just going up the side of a hill where all the leaves are and everything. Just trying to go up the hill and you just keep slipping and yeah, falling so we in the mud just, and shit. So we were just like, yeah, let's not do this. This is just not fun. So then we go to the Dutes and Dutches that they had in Lancaster. And we're just parked there for a minute while uh, – the driver checks his phone, and these two crackheads, who are currently tweaking out, walk up to the car. I got stories about crackheads. And start having conversations with us. And because I am plastered, I am all for it. This is hilarious, and I want to see where it goes. So basically, I'm in the passenger seat, and they come up to the driver's seat, and I am leaning on my on the driver, like leaning on his leg, Full attention to this crackhead. And she's giving me her whole life story and everything. And I'm just holding back the laughter from laughing in her face. And eventually, eventually, she's just like, you know what? We're really connected right now. You're like my best friend right now. And so, what? (laughs) (laughs) Does she even know you? No. She don't even know you. And you're like her best friend. I don't even know her name. And then then I get the bright idea. I start looking around the car, scavenging for anything. And I find an unopened straw in a package. And. And I, I look at her, stone face, and I'm like, my mother gave me this straw before she died, and it has been my most cherished, prized possession for my entire life, and I want you to have it. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, a bold-faced lie. My oh, mother is alive God. and well. She didn't give me some some great straw. It was just something I found in the just car. Some plastic McDonald's straw yeah. in the car. <laughs> and I gave it to her. And she felt broke down in tears, dude. It was so funny. Oh, oh man. And her boyfriend comes up and he's like, I don't know where we didn't go. It's going to sound bad to say. People on drugs are like the funniest people to watch. I know. It's so entertaining. So fucking entertaining. <laughs> it was ex- especially entertaining for me because, you know, I'm in- enjoying the conversation and I'm also noticing my driver who is very uncomfortable because he is <laughs> quite literally in the middle of a drunk man and a crackhead. Oh, no. The crack, like our windows down, the crackhead's leaning on the window <laughs> and everything. <laughs> And I, I keep looking at her. He's just so uncomfortable. She and some rock, and now she's out of it. And I am just having the best time of my life because it's a funny situation. I'm just sitting here. A person to my left has the most uncomfortable face I've ever seen, and then a crackhead's talking to me. It, it was just a magnificent night. And on the way home, I, I vaguely recall singing the entirety of Bohemian Rhapsody. Are you serious? <laughs> Because that's a flex that I, a flex, I guess, that I can sing the entirety of Bohemian Rhapsody. Can you do it now? I don't want to do it now. You don't want to do it. Well, I have to do it with the song playing. I have to sing it with the lyrics. I can't just. I don't know. I wonder if, I don't know if I leave this, if it'll, if it'll cancel the podcast. I don't want to sing in front of your podcast either, bucko. Yeah, remember, I was intoxicated at the time. I had that liquid courage. <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, we can always go get some. <laughs> Not me over here encouraging liquid courage. Oh, God. Terrible, man. Terrible influence. Um, oh, God, dude. Did I ever tell you the story about the fucking Dragon X? That 
I worked near on Sullivan. No. When I was a, a Pizza Hut delivery driver. No, you never did. So there's there's a I have a ton of stories, dude. I, every day I've seen at least three or four separate incidents that I could name off that were like to the extreme, you know. And one of them, I remember, I I came back from a delivery and we were inside, and the power went out. Our generator shut down. Like someone hit a telephone pole nearby, so everyone's power went out and our backup generator wasn't starting. So me being irresponsible and who used to be a manager decided. Hey, everyone, let's just go chill outside until power comes back on. So we all went outside, and we saw this lady going up to this car. She was cracked the fuck out. <laughs> dude, I, when I say she was cracked out, dude, she was tweaking so hard. She was shaking when she was walking and shit, and she was, like, yelling at nobody. Just yelling in the air. She walked up to this brown SUV, dude. Ew, gunk in there. Oh, well. Um... You noticed it too? Fucking SUV, dude. So she, she, it was at this traffic light. There was one right in front of our store. It was this brown SUV that was pulling up, and this lady saw it. And so she went over there and started pounding on the window. She was like, hey, you know, do you have any money? And they're like, no. No, we don't. Like, maybe you shouldn't be doing drugs in public. Like, there's, this is still a community. I know it's not the best community. It's still a community, though. There's kids. And she started viciously beating on oh all the God. windows. She would walk around the car and start beating on all the windows as hard as she can, dude. One of the windows cracked. And so this dude literally hit the gas as hard as he could. Her foot was under the wheel. And you know what this bitch does? Grabs on to the fucking door handle. And this car is running over her leg and running her over, and she flies off of it. And next thing you know, part of her shirt gets t- caught as she falls back. It gets caught on the 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 hitch of the SUV. Oh my god! And so now she's being dragged down the road, and eventually her shirt just rips and she falls. And everyone's rushing over to this fucking crackhead who started this. It was like, oh my god, he ran her over! He ran her over! <laughs> oh my god! So I called an ambulance, and an ambulance came, not even five minutes later. Pulls up, checks her out, and she gets up, cracked out, and walks this bitch off. Like, yeah, he ran me over. Fuck this guy. Fuck him. He ran me over. And no one bothered to tell the, 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 the ambulance, like, the actual story of why it happened. So police show up, and they get the dude's tag, and they try to chase him down. And later on, another car is running from the cops and runs right into him, head on. That guy Head on, dude. A good night. No, he was not. And he got out and he started swinging on this dude. And I was like, I feel bad for that guy. He got his window cracked and shattered by a crack addict who he just ran over now, and is being blamed for you know vehicular manslaughter. She didn't die, but if she could have, that was attempted vehicular manslaughter. Right. And it's not like he wanted to. He didn't know her foot was there. And now he's assaulting a guy who just crashed into his car who was running from the cops previously as well. So now another ambulance shows up. And then a house three doors over catches fire. So now a firefighter's showing up. What is happening? Dude, I guess that guy that was running from the cops hit the telephone pole and backed out and kept driving. And it caused the generator or a fuse box to explode in someone else's house. And short circuit, it caught fire. And so, so much was going wrong because of this one guy who caused the power outage in the first place. 
So after they crashed, there was all these cars piling up behind them because they were all just speeding down the road, trying to get out of the way of all these cars and everything else. One dude misses and hits the telephone pole right in front of my store. And, I mean, his engine is wrapped all the way around this telephone pole. They got a tow truck there, pulled him out. They got, like, the ambulance was helping, like, all these EMS people came out, and they were, like, getting everyone laid out, get stretchers out, put them on all these vehicles and everything. There was, like, four or five ambulances that showed up. Police were just sitting there taking, write, writing down, like, a note from everyone, and they just didn't know what to fucking think of the whole thing. They literally dismissed everything. The guy that was running from the cops dismissed his case. The guy that ran over the lady dismissed his case. The crack addict, they knew she was on crack, dismissed her case. You know, they dismissed everything, and they were just like, dude, we, we don't have enough cells right now for everything going on right it's it power's out for two hours dude two hours and all this goes down in the span of 30 minutes and i'm just sitting there and i'm looking at everyone i'm like are are we going to tell our boss everything we just saw like i was on citizen and i recorded a video of the whole fucking thing that day and posted it to citizen and it was fucking crazy so the guy that had his engine wrapped around the fucking telephone pole, the, the police officers got him out, the EMS, you know, checked to make sure he was okay. He, was, he wasn't bleeding or anything. He was okay, thank God. His leg was bruised from where it was, like, stuck under there, but they got it out. So the tow truck came, and they tried to get it out, and when he pulled it out, the telephone pole was actually uprooting out of the ground. So he had to stop. And so the firefighters, the ambulance, the police, and this tow truck guy were all working together to pry this car off this telephone pole. And at one point, they were trying to use the Jaws of Life, but they were afraid they were going to snap the telephone pole. So they had to wait. That car stayed there for three days until a construction crew came over, reinforced the telephone pole, and tried to actually disassemble part of the engine to act for the tow guy to actually pull it out. And I can't, I can't imagine how that guy felt. Like, I was just trying to avoid a car crash, and I myself crashed. Like, can you believe that? You didn't tell me you used to live in a GTA server. I didn't live there. Well, I lived, you I didn't lived, tell me you used to work in a GTA yeah, server. Yeah, yeah, no. Dude, that's not even at all. There was one dude who was really on crack. Like, I don't even think it was crack. He might have smoked meth earlier that day. He was on something. It couldn't even have been fucking fentanyl. Because fentanyl is a big thing in that area. He, regardless, he was on something. He, he was smoking a cigarette, and he came up. He was outside. You could tell he was thinking about something. He started mumbling himself, and he started like literally performing like a satanic ritual in front of our store all by himself just like chanting and like eventually he stopped chanting and threw out a cigarette he didn't throw it out he sat there and he like flicked it and then he walked into our store with a cigarette wanting to order food and they told him he couldn't so he got mad came back out smoked the rest of the cigarette and went back in with it again he wanted to order and they wouldn't let him order because he was smoking a cigarette in the store so he got really pissed. He goes, I'll jump over this counter and beat your ass right fucking now. I just want to place a fucking order. And he, and he, he paced back and forth in and out of the store just chanting. And eventually he cut his hands open and smeared it all over the counter and tried to jump over the counter. And mid-jump, he fell. And he was just exhausted from the loss of how much blood he lost. And the EMS came, they drug tested. He was on all sorts of different drugs. And they found what drugs in his pockets and in his backpack. And I remember poor Sierra, the fucking shift manager, you know, she had just started there. She was working, and she had to report this whole thing. And she's like, I'm not fucking cleaning this up. You get in here, you clean up your mess. And she was telling this dude off on drugs. She was no longer upset. She was pissed at him. 
she was furious that he thought he could charge into our store and act like that. And prior to him coming in, I had gotten a call from her saying, hey, can you hurry up? I think this guy outside is, is about to do something shady. You know, I'm, when I was working there, I wasn't like the biggest dude, but I was probably like the second or third biggest dude in the store. So I showed up and I was like, all right, yeah. And I was sitting in my car. I didn't even go clock in. I was sitting in my car watching and I saw the whole thing go down. Uh, I pulled out a cigarette. I started smoking on myself and I flicked it down. And the moment he walked in, I flicked it, stomped it and walked right in. And I came up to the front counter and I saw the whole thing firsthand. And this dude was tweaking, bro. Absolutely fucking tweaking. I mean... I've seen some cracking. I've seen people bang their head on poles because they were tweaking real bad. This guy was out there. He was making all these excuses and everything, and they found all these drugs. He goes, "That's not my drugs. Those aren't my drugs." He goes, "Really? Can you tell me what it is?" He goes, "Yeah, that's crack." He goes, "How do you know what it is if it's not yours?" He goes, "I used to smoke it." Just ratted himself out. I'm like, oh. This is embarrassing. Yeah, to I used to smoke it like 15 minutes ago. I'm clean oh, now. <laughs> dude, he goes, and what's this? He goes, that's fentanyl. He goes, how do you know? He goes, I just smoked it. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, how is this? And so the cops are having a good time with it at this point. They made sure everyone was okay. But they're having a good time with it at this point. And they're just dragging it along. So they pull out more drugs. He goes, what's that? He goes, obviously, that's weed. I know you smoke it. Have you never seen weed before? And he sits there. He's like, man, my hand really hurts. He goes, I still have some rituals to get to, though, so I need to go. And he just licks his hand and all the blood off his hand, picks his cigarette back up off the ground and smokes it. He's like, sir, please take the cigarette out of your mouth. He goes, no, man, I need this right now. I need it. He goes, why? He goes, because I'm high. Can't you tell? <laughs> And I'm like, yo, yo, what is this dude doing? Oh, God. He had like this giant bottle of liquor in his bag, too. I mean, he was everywhere. Eventually, at one point, he's like, I need to go to the bathroom. But like, he couldn't use the bathroom at our store because his employees only was in the back of the store. He goes behind our dumpster and takes a fucking shit. <laughs> takes a fucking shit. He's like, and then one officer goes, all right, I think we have enough evidence. And the guy looks at him and goes, all right, I'm done playing games. Please stand right here, sir, and put your hands behind your back. He goes, what? What for? And he takes a cigarette out and just waves his hand around. Blood is still coming from his hands. He's waving his hands around, blood everywhere. He goes, what for? What are you, what are you trying to arrest me for? Am I even detained? He goes, you were just detained. We searched all your shit, and you gave us everything we needed. <laughs> he goes, you have like the right to remain silent and all this, yada, yada. Like he starts reading him his rights and the dude tries to run with the cigarette and he realizes he can't run with the cigarette. Not because he's stoned or not because he's high or tweaking or anything of the sort because he has a cigarette. So while the cop is chasing, he throws the cigarette back out and that's when he realizes my cigarette wasn't finished and runs back to the cop and the cop pins him dude straight up like football college football style picks him up and slams him on the ground turns him over and handcuffs him and throws him into the vehicle I still understand people this big burly cop dude just lights out that dude was out he literally picked him up and threw him in the car dude that guy was out it was so bad see nothing that's crazy but it reminds me of this dude recently at my new job where we uh, we had speculated that he was buying alcohol for minors 
And so, you know, we were trying to keep an eye out for it and everything. And he buys alcohol, and we did, you know, we keep him distracted long enough for the cops to get there and everything. And the cops get there, and they're like, are you selling alcohol to minors? He's like, yeah. Like, what? deny. Just, it's... Like, I know this yeah, is probably self-incrimination. It's good he's, it's good he's put, being put away, but, like, just deny it. It's not yeah. hard. Well, I mean, if you deny it and they find out you're lying, that's just more time. Yeah, but... The, or was, he can get, like, a plea deal if on he our, On our half, it was literally only speculation. We had no proof. Oh, you know, good morality. Good for him. At least he's being honest. Good for him. Yeah, I was so you know. alcohol to minors. He was still <laughs> selling alcohol to minors. At least he was honest about it. I mean, he wasn't, like, a total dick and, like, lied about it. I remember... This is probably self-incrimination. I used, I used to, like, drink on the job. <laughs> I was delivered At that GTA style that you say, uh, Pizza Hut that I worked at on Sullivan Avenue on the west side of Columbus. Hey man, you really just snitch on yourself. Yeah. Well, dude, when you see that shit every day, you become numb to it. Nothing scares you anymore. You've seen it all. I've seen a girl get kidnapped literally in front of me, and I called the police and chased him and got him arrested. I've watched a guy get executed. I've seen drug addicts go ham on themselves. I mean, I've seen it all, dude. So I just had a point, and my job was already shit enough, so I was like, dude, fuck this job. So I would I would bring my special cup, my thermos, and just pour liquor in there, and I'd drink on the job, just one thermos. I'd mix, like, a little bit of soda in there, a little bit of liquor, and then I'd have, like, a couple bottles of water, water in my car. And so, and this is when I lived in my apartment, so every night, I would go and drink. I'd take one step at the beginning of my shift, I was like, alright, any stupid shit happens, I'm okay for now. The more stupid shit that happens, every time something stupid fucking happens, or any time something irritating happened, another sip. By the end of the night, I would have nothing in that thermos. And it was really strong fucking liquor. And I was driving fine, and my boss asked, are you drinking on the job? I'm like, no, dude. Why would I be drinking on the job? It gets worse. I'm writing everyone out. Sorry, guys. I'm not trying to snitch, but none of us work there anymore, so we're all okay. I would pass that thermos around at work because everyone else had the same ideology. This place is a fucking shithole. Fuck this job. <laughs> so, like, every time I come in, they're like, oh, what you got in the thermos today? What you got in the thermos today? I'm like, oh, you want to try sippy stuff? You want to swing? And you can tell I was already fucked up. And they're like, oh, this is good shit. I was like, yeah. So, and then, if that wasn't bad enough, there was a bar connected to our pizza hut, too. Of course there was. So, we would either go to the bar during our shift for part of the time, or we would, uh, at the end of the night when the shift is over, we would go to the nearest, like, drive-thru and buy, like, cases of alcohol and liquor for when I go back to my apartment to make more cocktails and drinks with. (laughs) That's insane. But I I quit that job shortly after I got my apartment. I was like, this place is a fuck. I was there for like a year. I was like, this place is a shit hole, dude. I can't, I can't even believe you stayed a year. Oh, you know what though? If I would have recorded all the things that happened, I would have had so much content, so Probably. much content. And I kind of I kind of miss it for that reason. Like I just want to go back one day and not even work there. I just want to go. And, like, park in the parking lot and sit there all night and just record the crazy happens and just, like, act like I'm going on deliveries and just record the crazy shit that fucking happens in that side of the city. Like, there's at least one, two killings a night over there, dude. There's always some shooting over there every night. It's it's fucking crazy. Uh, I remember one time 
I worked at a Domino's, and it was like West Granville Road or East Granville Road or some some shit like that. I don't remember. It was something like that. And it took trash out one night, and the apartments behind us always had gunshots going off. It was weird. Um, so we didn't like really go there because we were already there. Like it's literally a fence separated us. And one time, bullets came out. Like a hail of bullets came out from the back of the building. And I was throwing garbage. So the garbage bag ripped, and I went inside and cried. I was like, how am I going to pick up all this garbage now? Like, fuck the bullets. How am I going to pick up all the garbage now? They're like, oh, here, take this. So I, I literally took a trash can lid and was hiding behind this giant dumpster with the broom and a dustpan, sweeping it all up and dumping it in the dumpster. And every time a bullet was flying at me, I just hold it up. Like, I know it's not going to do much. It's going to go right through. But it slows it down at least. At least I have something to protect myself. And I remember... One bullet just nicked the trash can lid, and I had it, and it was like, I stretched it and everything, and it was like wrapped like around my arm here while I was sweeping. I went like this to cover my face, and it went in, dinged the corner, and came back out and shot back. Like, it ricocheted back at the apartment, and I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to think someone's shooting at them. So I ran inside, I locked the doors, I was like, yo, I, I ricocheted a bullet back. They're like, What? <laughs> What did you do? I was like, they're going to think I'm shooting at them. They're like, did it make a loud bang? I was like, yeah. It was a tin metal lid and a bullet smacked that bitch. Yeah, it dinged. What do you mean? <laughs> so we sat there the whole night and she's like, I don't think anyone's take trash out tonight. And you could see after that happened in the front of the store, you could watch people walking back and forth in front of the store. And I was so terrified. I was like, dude. They're going to come in here and they're going to ask who shot at them. So, me being the dumbass I am, I took the giant, like, scoop for the oven out there. I was like, all right, what do you guys fucking want? Why are you, like, loitering around here and all that other shit? And they're like, are you guys still open? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, thank God. We were trying to figure out. But it's like, there's no sign out front to show if you're open or not. I was like, what? And I looked, and on the door, the sticker had peeled off. It just went, uh, I felt so stupid. I was like, bro, I was ready to beat someone with a pizza peel for no reason. So, oh, God, dude. I had so much paranoia that night. I can't believe it either. I was like, dude, I am so sorry. Like, I, I really was, like, about to beat the shit out of you with a pizza peel. He goes... You know, it's all said and good. You didn't just charge at us first. You talked to us. I appreciate it. So, funny story is, is one of those guys got arrested that night because he was the one that was shooting at the store. Of course. Which I thought was hilarious. But, uh, speaking of paranoia, you were, you were asking me if I had any paranormal activities happen. Yeah. I've had a few. Uh, uh really? Have you heard of Moonvale Tunnel? Moonville Tunnel, yeah. So, I've gone there t on two separate occasions. The first occasion, we went there and we scoped out the place. It was the middle of the night. And, you know, it, it was really spooky and cool and everything. But then, these professional ghost hunters show up. And the entire time, they're, they're, we're just there with them. And they're just showing us, like, yeah, look at the camera. You can see a ghost right fucking there. And on the camera, there's a little figure that just and like appears oh, and shit no. like that. And then, hell no. And then uh, eventually, cops show up, 
and they're like, hey, we actually need you guys to leave because for the past, uh, like, a few days ago, we got a report of a cannibalistic creature eating something in this tunnel. Shut up! Yeah. And, uh, they, you know, the entire night, I'm, I just have a feeling in the back of my head that, like, man, it feels like me and Watts, these ghosts out here lurking. It's crazy. And then I got told like, what that. what if it wasn't a ghost? And I got told that, and I was like, ugh. Like, that, what if that wasn't the ghost? Like, See, that's... I even told you the most terrifying part. I felt like someone was staring at me, burning a hole in the back of my head. Oh, and no. I look up, look back and up, and at the... We were inside the tunnel. At the base of the tunnel, at the very exit, I see something peeking down. And I was like, yeah, we're getting out of here. Yeah, we're, we're leaving right now. And they said, cannibal, they said cannibalistic, right? That's what the police officer said. So that means it eats its own kind, which means it's not a creature. That's a person. That's a person eating people there. Yeah, that that is what the police officer said. And so you know what? A few months later we do? We spend the night there. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Bro, it's on site. Something fucking jump scares me. It's I'm swinging first, asking questions later. I don't do jump scares. Yeah. If you know me, I, there's fight and flight, right? Fight, flight, and freeze. I don't, I don't freeze or flight. I fight immediately. Instinct, swing. First thing that scares me, jumps me, or anything, swing. Doesn't matter. It could be a creak of wood right behind me from where I stepped, and I'm swinging right behind me. Even if I'm punching air, dude. Instinct. I, I couldn't. I could not do that. I would shit my fucking pants. So, yeah, we, we go and decide that this, we want to spend the night there. So, it's me and three other people. And we bring two tents. So, two for each, two people each tent. That was the plan. But, one of the tents. Better get your buddy system in order pair up guys one of the tents we forgot the like the cover so you could just see in and out really easily and we were like well we're not gonna force two people to sit and just be able to witness any weird things that happen let alone be watched yeah because we were terrified already and we were already just gonna spend the night there and we, we so we we sardine into this giant uh, tent, all four of us. So it's someone. Uh, his name is Nick. I'm not gonna go into the last names, but Nick yeah, yeah, yeah. is at the at the tent door where you zip it. Dakota is right next to him. I am next to him, next to the tent wall, and at our feet is this really big dude named Connor. I'm a big dude staying guard. He's got more meat on his bones. See, that's what you think. <laughs> I bet you that motherfucker can sprint too, can no. he? No. Dude, he uh. is he is like six foot five, probably like six hundred pounds. He's a big dude. He's not sprinting anywhere. But so yeah, after oh you know, my god, I can't we I can't even dude. Because, you know, we're there for plenty of hours. We explore everything and explore around and everything. And then it gets nighttime and we're, like, still exploring a little bit. There's a creek there. We swam in the creek for a few hours because that's safe. <laughs> and then we're... And it's then like we're, a whole Jason scenario. You're lucky your fucking counselors weren't fucking each other. And we have a, just uh, an entire... Like, we have nothing left to do. We've done pretty much everything. And it's probably, like, I don't know probably like midnight so we're like all right let's go to bed so we're all sardined in our tent we we shoved all of our junk in the other one so that was our storage tent 
The one without the the drape. I hope you at least kept weapons in like your current time. Nope. Nothing. We kept a spear. That uh, <laughs> so. My, was it like a spear? Or was it like a metal pole that you guys found? So Dakota found this long piece of wood, and the entire night he was whittling it oh, down. Oh man! And it was my guy. A, I like him already. It was a janky, horribly made spear. <laughs> Just like crude spear he made out of wood. Like so, you know, a spear would normally have like a long point, like probably right. about like right. Yeah, a, a decent point. It was probably about. That much. <laughs> it was like the size of a nail. It was a little just stumper oh, of a point there. So it was just really, really What'd long you say his stick, name was? Dakota. Dakota, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> it was just really long. My guy, long. I thought you were on Survivor there for a minute, my guy. No. Really long stick, and it's just deep. a little dinky pointer at the end, and we kept it right outside the tent. And uh, <clears throat> we're all talking, and, you know, Connor, bless his heart. Don't bless his heart, actually. He's a weird motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about you, Connor. You know who you are. I'm going to show you this, and you're a weird motherfucker. Oh, God. He was insistent. Like, he was like, guys, let's get off the Ouija board. Because he brought a Ouija board. No! What? <laughs> and he was like, guys, let's get off the Ouija board. And we were like, no, we're not doing that. And he was like, well, There's already I'll... a cannibalistic creature in there. Why and are you he... getting on a Ouija board? And he was like, well, if we don't do it here, uh, there's a graveyard, like, two minutes away. Oh, my Can we God. go there? and do it and we were like no we're not going to use the Ouija board we're not insane oh my good and then finally we you know we're all about to fall asleep remember nobody's to my right this is important because we're all finally quiet like just a few seconds from all of us passing uh, passing out falling asleep and everything and right before I fall asleep I hear someone with We're going to make it sound like you're in the tunnel telling this story, right? Yeah, I'm putting the echo on. Oh, right, go, the ahead, echo. go ahead. Go oh, ahead. yeah. So we're in... Well, we weren't in the tunnel when we spent the night. We were like... Well, now you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we were all about to fall asleep and everything. And to my right, I hear someone whisper, hey. Like, it sounded like a feminine voice. And it was very clear... You said feminine? Yes. That's what it sounds Sorry like. for anyone watching this. If that's a ghost, that's a... Probably fuck it. But whisper sweet things in my ear, honey. You're gonna turn me on. But that scared the shit out of me. And then I thought I was just so tired and it was in my head. Until Dakota was like, hey, did you say something? Which I did not say something. So the fact that he heard it, and I was like, oh, you heard that too? And then Connor and Nick chipe in. They were like, oh, we heard that. We thought it was you. That was not me. Not me, Buster. So uh, and after that, we're fucking wide awake for like three hours. Like, nothing's going to get us. Nothing's going to get us. And the entire night. So basically, there's this one ghost who would... <laughs> Do that again. Do that again. Do what again? Do that again. Do, do, do the nothing's gonna get us again. Nothing's gonna get us. <laughs> nothing's gonna get us. Uh, I put the total effect on that one, dude. That that had to be done. That was good. But uh, so this dude apparently in his life, because that tunnel used to be a train station, and in his, when he was alive, he would throw rocks at people. What? Yeah. He would throw rocks at people because it was funny. 
Wait, who who threw the the like one of the main ghosts that's there? Really? When he, when he was that alive. was like his like hobby. That was his thing. Yeah, when was he was alive. To throw rocks so at people. he died, and he's still throwing rocks at people. And there was you know plenty of times where like a rock would just in front that's of us, funny. and we were like, oh, that's weird. But the entire night, ooh, I if. If I could throw hands with a ghost, I would throw hands with a motherfucker. <laughs> he said, ectoplasm, you got it going on, buster. Because that motherfucker was throwing... Yeah, it's a car over there. Shitty brakes. I thought that was my headphones. <laughs> I was like, yo, speaking of ghosts, what is this feedback I'm getting? Oh, it's the car. Had me tweaking for a moment. But yeah, the entire night, this ro- this ghost is just throwing rocks oh, at I'd a fucking tree. Daylight too. At a tree. To the... To like a, a few feet to, I don't know, away from us, and I'm just sitting there the entire night, and I just hear thunk, 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 <laughs> thunk. He wanted someone to toss him back. Thunk. <laughs> the entire night, he's just throwing him at a tree, and I'm like, oh, this man knows what he's doing, and I swear to God, if I see him, I don't care if my hands go through him. I'm throwing hands. Yeah. He was I mean... pissing me off. God, dude, I couldn't, I couldn't. And then eventually everyone falls asleep and everything, and then, I don't know if you know this about me, but whenever I'm not at home, I'm a extremely light sleeper. That's how I am. So, basically, I heard a, in the woods, and I <laughs> jolt up. I would be tweaking, I wouldn't go to sleep. And I look to my right, and it looks like that our cover to make us not see outside is off because it looks like I can see outside. So I'm nudging Dakota next to me. He doesn't wake up. So I'm poking Nick over Dakota. I'm like, Nick, Nick, Nick. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, is is our cover of the tent? God, off? all these background noises and you're telling this story is having me to because all my <laughs> headphones. I don't hear anything else. I just hear that noise. From that car, so it's got me tweaking now. And I was just like, God damn! It's the middle of the day, now I'm tweaking over here. And so, I'm... Uh, he's, uh, he's fucking... That lady looked, you know, she did this shit on purpose. She had a good laugh just now. She, like, Nick is... Waking oh, up, shit. and he's like, huh, what, how's it, And I'm like, Nick, does it look like the cover of our tent is off? Because if it's off, someone needs to do something about it. And I'm not gonna go alone. And he's like, oh, I don't know, man. It looks fine. And then goes back to sleep like an asshole. So glad I got that on Tunnel Effect just now. That feels so much more so into the story. what I did is I just got a blanket and just covered my entirety. <laughs> and I was like, well, if anybody sees someone, they're going to see three dudes and a lump. That's me. <laughs> all else fails, yeah. pretend to be a five-year-old child and cover yourself with a blanket, dude. And we all we all wake up, and the, the cover They're was not going to search the lump. They're going to get the people. Yeah. But we all wake up in the morning. It's fine. That nothing happened. Nobody died that we know of. Dun-dun-dun or something dun, dun, dun. like that. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> do the dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> there we go. There but, we go. Uh, yeah, we wake up, and we're like, all right. We want food. So we go to uh, Bob Evans. That was really close to us. 
This is some incriminating evidence, by the way. You but, know what? I'm all in it for incriminating evidence. Let's do it. But we go, we go to this Bob <laughs> Evans, and we're all excited because it's Bob Evans' breakfast. Like, who doesn't love Bob Evans' breakfast? Right, right. And so I'll tell you what I got. I got, uh, uh, what's it called? Country fried steak, breakfast meal, and chocolate milk. This was the nastiest chocolate milk I had ever ever had in my entire life i'm adding flags but i don't know what the flag does it just says flag added <laughs> flag added but you know what that's that's gonna be the flag for the incriminating evidence so there's four minutes left remaining on this podcast so let's go ahead and let's finish this let's yeah, finish so story. we're all having our lunch, breakfast and everything and like my my gravy is cold my country fried steak tastes like ass the chocolate milk was the worst chocolate milk i ever had and we get the bill, and you know it was only supposed to be like thirty dollars. We get the bill; it's like sixty. What? And we're like, "What the fuck is this? We're not paying sixty dollars for this dog shit meal." So, I get the bright idea, and I was like, "Guys, what if we just leave?" Because our even our waitress was just not checking on you. Such a bitch. Yeah. And <laughs> like, uh. My, I had like three different forks. All three of them were dirty, and you know how some of them will have like a clean, like a clean spot from you know the dishes that they do. They were just actually dirty, like they had food on them. So I went through three forks until I got my fourth one. That was are, clean. are you enjoying this? Yeah. If you want to do another, we can start up another one because then we last to record sixty minutes worth. But yeah, we we just decide it's probably best if we just leave because. It was a six dollar thing. We gave it. We gave a tip. We gave a penny tip, and then we left. <laughs> I like that. I like that story. All right. Well, we we have uh, two and a half minutes left on this podcast. We're gonna wrap it up here. So everyone, again, this was this was Kobe here with me today, and I'm Nate. This is the story of our lives. This was episode two, and are well, you are you technically wanting, episode one? Yeah, technically, yeah, episode one. My bad, because the first one was a trailer. Are you are you wanting to do an episode three? Uh, or do you want to hold off? Sometime. All right, because if you got more to share, I'm willing to do an episode three or two and a half or one and a half or whatever. Or episode two, my bad. Um, but Tell yeah, well, what? I'm hungry right now. I could go for some food. You want to go? You want to go get food? I'd love some food. Let's go get food. All right. So, <laughs> what a way to end the podcast! All right, guys, this is, this is episode one officially of the Story of Our Lives podcast. Here today with Nate and Kobe. Until next time, catch you later. Peace.